Hello. Welcome to Bottled Soccer Talk. This is Bottled Soccer Talk number 53. And this is two guys, two mics, two pints. At it once again. I'm Nestor and that's Henry. And uh, we're here to talk some football. What's up, man? Chilling, chilling, man. Yeah, a lot of football gone down in different hemispheres. South America, Europe. Uh, we're obviously a little more fixated to Europe, but man, these games have been great, unpredictable. A lot of a lot of surprise uh, uh, people or players getting glory at the moment. I mean, players that I didn't anticipate, and we'll get into that. And uh, there's also been some off the field uh, concerns as well. So I can't wait to get into all that. Yeah, um, it's been. Uh I don't know. Uh, the The off season for football it has been crazy. Just these two tournaments going on. Yeah. I mean, I guess these, you know, second and third because we already went through the Concacaf. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nations League. By the way, um, and sorry to cut you off, but you know, since you mentioned that, it, it surprised me how much European viewership there was this year on the on the uh, not the Gold Cup, but the Nations League. Um, and so I anticipate that there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on the Gold Cup as well. So that's something that we're definitely going to touch on once it gets here. Yeah, I mean, people just want to watch football. Right. Um, Despite it being B-teams, possibly, it's still, yeah, it's still football. I, on Reddit, there's people kind of bitching about how there's not going to be any games tomorrow for the first time in <laughs> such a long time already, which is, you know, it's it's the end of the group stages for the Euros. Um my man, but the Euros, there's little little stories here and there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's uh, a little bit of everything. Where do we even start with the Euros, man? Um, well, let's let's start. And I did reference like the players that are are reaching heights that you know maybe weren't anticipated or are just the players of the of the tournament so far. I I, I think we can't fail to mention Ronaldo and his performance consistently through the group stages. I think he's tallied five goals now five goals in uh, three games in three games um, current leader i think in, in all of the euros right now yeah well i think other than uh than a certain striker named own goal oh right right yeah. you, you know for a second i was thinking i know lukaku's probably next up but i was like i don't think he has five i thought that's where you were going but yeah the own goal has been has been on a tear <laughs> and it's crazy because these are like the world the best defenders in the world in, in you know well for the most part I mean, I'd say the the biggest conglomerate of the best center backs in the world are European. You know, sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. You get your Godins and stuff, and there's there's always an outlier. Arajo, ah, uh, uh, John Brooks. They're decent. They're decent. <laughs> yeah, they're not bad. I, I do like I do like both of those center backs. By the way, I think they're they're improving the vision of of Concacaf now. Um, but yeah, going back to the to, to the Euros, I mean, uh, Ronaldo. I mean. I get it, penalties, but I think the fact that he makes most of them is also impressive. He fucking blasts it, bro. Like, there's no way a goalie is stopping that, even if he guesses the right way. Right. I think. Yeah. So those very, are the best. Those are the best penalties. Yeah, and I, I sometimes I'm sometimes I'm shocked that it doesn't happen more often. It's just, I think it's also a lack of confidence from players. Yeah. Like you too. don't you don't want to overhit it and then sky it, but too many player players. Try too much finesse and either send it slightly over the bar or try to panenka it when it's not appropriate. Aguero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We see a little bit of everything, but with Ronaldo, it's always sure, accurate, 
and just powerful. Yeah, end. he's he's kind of had a little bit of everything. He's had his standard tap ins. He's had good good plays where he scored. Oh yeah, my and favorite one penalties. was the little interplay with Bruno. That I think it's my favorite goal from his so far. The feint yeah. that he hit the keeper with. I mean, I think it was against Hungary. No, um, that was the first game. Yeah, yeah, it was Hungary. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, Ronaldo. You know, and it's crazy at this age that he's still doing this. Um, man, I mean, the records are just are being. Oh no, created. wasn't it against Germany? Um, maybe. Or did he score the tap in against? Because nah, I, w- I would have, I would have remembered if he if he did that to Neuer, I would have definitely had a good laugh. It, I think it was the Hungarian goalkeeper who's not bad, by the way. Gulashi, pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean Ronaldo. I I have to say since if we're mentioning Ronaldo, I have to show love to Romelu Lukaku. I think he's been brilliant. Uh, I mean, just consistent and clinical. I mean, sometimes you only get like three shots on target, and and with those three shots, he's able to get one or two goals. Uh, just impressive and just staying on the same team I think KDB in, in his little presence because he's only played halves here halves there already has like three or four assists um, you know it's insane it's insane what, what he's able to do in such a limited amount of time yeah Belgium hasn't really had the strongest group to face yeah that is as true as well that yeah. is true but I mean uh, and I know that sounds like I'm taking away from him yeah I mean at the end of the day France didn't exactly smack hungry you know like even though they were in tough groups, like I feel like everybody had a tough time. There was there yeah, were no blowouts. No, no one. Well, well, today was the first major blowout I saw with yeah. Spain. Only yeah, one. Yeah, and there, you know, the there was the. Um, yeah, I guess no one's been really impressive. I mean, Italy. Italy's nice. Destroying yeah. their group, but you know they only like did like three nil Turkey routings. You know, yeah, that's, which is still good. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad, but it's not a four nil, five nil. You know. Yeah, but um, which yeah, is not man. something that you should be seeing in the Euros. No, no, not at all. And and I for you know off the top of my head, I forget who's in the Belgian group. Oh, uh, Denmark, right, and uh, Finland. Yeah, those aren't the exactly strongest opponents, are are they? Huh? No. But again, you can only play against who they put in front of you. Oh, of course. And Belgium have taken care of business. Yeah. Um, just like just yeah. like Italy has, I mean, Italy oh, has Italy's been impressive. Th- yeah. Though the one thing I will say though is we were pre- we were pretty uh, s- singing pretty strong praises for Turkey because mm-hmm. they were strong before the Euros. Yeah, in the, in the World and Cup then qualifying. Somewhere along the way, they they collapsed completely. Yeah, the defense really let them down. One of the more shambolic showings that any team could have. Yeah, in I'm, the whole in the whole competition. Yeah, that, that's a performance I expect from like. Slovakia, you know, that's the performance. The performance. I mean, they only scored one goal, and it was in the last game in the in the last half of their existence in this tournament. So we were we were bamboozled. We were catfished because what we saw in the World Cup qualifying and uh, friendlies was a different level. And it wasn't even that many friendlies. It was mostly World Cup qualifying. Um, man, they're still on top of their group, though. Yeah, and so. fun fact: the Turkish manager who's probably going to get sacked gets paid more than Mancini. Like astoundingly more, so I thought that was like, really? I was like, wow. <laughs> but um, I mean, he did good to get them there. I'm telling you, man, they had the best defense in World Cup qualifying going into this tournament. So, man, I would have put some money on them. I, I like I said, they were my dark horse, but 
I haven't been this wrong about something in a while. I think bro. a lot of people were wrong. Yeah. Well, just like we were wrong about. Well, I was wrong about Italy. Well, some people were quiet. They didn't. They didn't have an opinion on Turkey. But then they did say after, like, "Oh, what happened to all the people that were hyping up Turkey, though?" And you might know what background that is, but we won't <laughs> get into that. Um, like you guys don't even watch sports. <laughs> yeah, it's like you guys are armchair people. Like you guys will like just stumble upon a get together with family and be like, "Oh, that's on." Okay, fuck it. Like I, I live this shit. I'm about this shit. I know <laughs> Patrick Schick is, and let's say he's having a great tournament. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's been he's been a factor, bro. And you know what? Uh, and we touched on him last week, and I wanted to just ex- extend my apologies uh, to uh, uh, Forsberg, who had a nice brace today. I'm sorry my mate here doesn't rate you too much, but he's starting to turn some heads, man. The 10 on his back, Sweden making it into the next round. They play Ukraine. I'll uh, say I was out of pocket with my comments. I was uh, uh, drink, I was, uh, I was dr- uh, uncharacteristically uh, drinking the IPAs. Um, I was chirping very loud, but I don't take it back. Uh, but I maintain my position. That is not a good footballer. But his goal um, today was was nice. Was, I gotta say that was like a, a seasoned player. Yeah, um, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Ah, uh, there we go. All right. Well, and we'll he scored see. twice today, right? I'm not. I, and I, you know what's funny? He did. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not highlighting his goal so much. Like it. I mean, it, it was nice or his performance. I should say for me, he's not one of the players of the tournament. But I just wanted to mention him because maybe that's the guy we should keep an eye on. We'll see how he <laughs> steps up in against. Uh, uh, sorry, um, Ukraine. But uh, yeah, man. See, and the, and that's one where they can kind of figure out a way to sneak to the semifinals and have like an Iceland type of uh, yeah. Euro run. Yeah, yeah. so unimpressive. Oh, and that's kind of what they did in the World Cup. Yeah, well, that's honestly, let's be honest, man. Scandinavian countries, they just have not produced a solid nation that I could be like, damn. Now, if they cr- maybe Norway, combine, Norway is probably the most likely next team up that's going to surprise a lot of people. Norway, to me, is actually the most polished of all in in history, and you know, even in current future. I mean, they've had some historically. I mean, let's not forget, Holland, you know, let's not forget that Denmark won it in '92. That is Euros. true. That is true. Uh, and Denmark's up there too, like Schmeichel, obviously. Uh, you Ericsson. know, yeah. I mean, yeah, Eriksson is the all timer. He's probably their all time best player for sure. Um, but anyways, yeah, man, uh, it's not saying much to beat Sweden. So whoever gets out of that, I actually kind of yeah, but we'll Ukraine is predictions pretty awful too. Yeah, and but they somehow advanced. You know uh, what game was it uh, against Netherlands? I mean, they they lost, but they still showed that they're actually not a terrible team. They're not a serious team in this tournament, though. But you know, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if they get to the next round. Yeah, those teams are probably going to go to penalties. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. And then uh, a cheeky panenka from Forsberg. Sheesh. <laughs> that man wishes he had that much flair. Uh, Come on, man. I'd be surprised if he knew how to chip a ball. Whoa. Right then. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, I guess we can uh, we can sound off on England right now because they've been super unimpressive. Yeah, well, They're, except for Raheem Sterling. Just to, well, just to put it into context, England topped their group. Yeah, uh, with sus. scoring two goals. Yeah, both by Raheem Sterling. He's top of the league. <laughs> um, and I know why you're glad that Raza is scoring, and it's not because they're like wonder goals or he's oh, representing no. City. No, no. 
<laughs> far removed from that. It's uh, quite simply a business transaction that we are looking at the profit margin, and I think that it's an area that Man City can uh, definitely Exploit. strengthen. <laughs> nah, seriously, on my Khaldun Al Mubarak wave, I love this because this price is going up. It's like you're going to all the you know it's the plugs dealers, and you're just like, hey man, price on the bricks going up. <laughs> so you know what that means. And so Raheem, one of the hottest players on the English tongue, I think I and I like him for City, but there are better options available and I'm always trying to improve. Clearly we weren't good enough to win the champions, so there's room for improvement. Um that being said, Sterling, great performance so far because another player on that team who is rumored to go to City by the way has been underwhelming and that's uh Harry Kane. What do you? What are your thoughts on his performance so far? Because well, to talk about Raheem Sterling's hundred uh, percent uh, goal contribution, goal contributions to England's overall tally is to talk about tactics and also uh, Harry Kane's ineffectiveness within those tactics. Um, England. Is suffering from terrible mismanagement. Right, right. I, I agree. <laughs> there's, there's no other way to put it. Uh, Gareth Southgate, uh, for some reason, just isn't able to make all that talent work. Is that team better than, than England's golden generation from, from uh, 15, 16 years ago? Do you think? I think on paper, you know, strictly for talent, they are. They're or they're very near it at at in you know if I were to go to the lowest defensively is where is where the the older team is probably better for sure for sure hundred percent I mean they had better keepers they had the best center back partnership we've seen in Europe I mean you're talking about Ferdinand and uh, John Terry you know I mean fucking hell that's a wall Ashley Cole Ashley Cole uh, um, you know. Uh, Gary Neville at some points uh, you know it's just a, a bunch of great players the midfield was stacked so it, it's you can make a good argument that that team is better I just think that uh, we would we would be able to judge this team better if they had a manager that was competent with the style that they can play I don't know what what type of style uh, Southgate is trying to employ but it, it seems very simplistic and non-effective they don't create many chances and that shouldn't be the case when you have Harry Kane and, and just to kind of digress just a tiny bit did I say this last week? But I think that if England don't make the semifinals, or if they get destroyed in the semifinals, um, that Southgate's going to get the sack and he's going to get a job at Tottenham. <laughs> you did. You did say that. Um, did I say I said that on the pod. Ah, uh, well. I mean, you did say that in general. I remember you telling me this, but I don't know if it was on the pod. It's just or... a conspiracy theory that I have. Yeah, no, it's not even a, a conspiracy. It's just like a little. It's a definitely a possibility. Of events. I I'd want them to get sacked on anything less than a than a semifinal. I think I think the kind of talent that England had right now, you you're not going to set up by playing a direct ball. A lot of those players are are playing, you know, possession based, pressure based. Yeah. Um, short interplay base systems in their clubs. Uh, a lot of they're not they're not your typical English players anymore. They're all small guys, save for Harry Kane and uh, Calvert Lewin, and obviously the defenders. But they're they're slight small guys that that are quick, have amazing uh, technique, dribbling skill, and passing ability. 
Now, what they what they are lacking, I think, is 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 a little bit of size. Yeah. Someone like uh, Triore, for example, would would thrive in that sort of system. If you look at the players, Raheem Sterling, Phil Foden, Bukayo Saka, uh, Jack Grealish, uh, Mason Mount. Mason Mount, Mount, uh, Mount. Those, those guys, they're all like they fit the same sort of physical profile. You know, they're not very imposing. So I think that is a problem that England have despite all their talent. Yeah. Um, but they, they're not able to to operate cohesively. It's so, it's so weird that, that they're not able to generate interesting attack. And Harry Kane is not getting service. Mourinho had a great quote saying, um, how many good balls in the air is he getting? None. How many balls are being set to him in a space where he can run onto or, or dribble off of or whatever? None. So he's so there is he he does have to uh, you know accept some kind of responsibility, but a lot of it comes down to just purely tactics or lack of. Yeah, but and, and this is where where my problem is. I, I don't. My problem is I haven't seen an appetite for goals from Harry Kane. His movement hasn't been good. Like truthfully, I, I get the the service part, but you also have to make the service attainable. And uh, there's been some crosses that I'm like, I figured that he's gonna make a better attempt on. Um, well, how's he gonna run onto passes if he's dropping deep to get the ball? Well, that's on him. I don't know, or maybe that's what he's being instructed to do. But that's what we don't know. Well, if he's not getting the ball, he's gonna drop deeper and deeper. Yeah, yeah, of course. But you know, my my point is, how is Raheem getting to the goals? In areas that are a poacher's position, that should be him. It shouldn't be Raheem. Well, I mean, he but, ran onto the far post in the in his second goal. Yeah, and no, I mean, I'm but, like, forgetting he's, the first he's one. He's making the yeah. Were well, you talking about the header? Yeah, yeah. That that was kind of more of a situational play. But you know, in in, in positions like those, you can't guess where the ball's gonna land. But you know, he just hasn't been in those positions to to be a serious contender at even a shot for goal. Um, so I, I feel like Phil Foden's even been more aggressive. Um, you know, I, I'd like to see more dominant cover Lewin because uh, Harry Kane looks a little bit like he's going through something right now. And maybe it's the fact that he's unsettled uh, about his future, maybe off the field stuff. But I, I think uh, maybe yeah, he's man. taking his stock on purpose. Uh, no, that's a conspiracy. Now, that, that's a possibility, too. But really, uh, I think people know what they're getting with Kane. And yeah. you, all you got to do is just look at the stats from the Premier League player. I mean, the Premier League season. So, I mean. I'm I'm confident he's still there. I totally agree. The tactics aren't gonna aren't suiting him. Um, you know, it's it's a much different system just, than what he's accustomed to. I just don't think that that the lack of service that Kane is getting uh, is going to benefit Calvert Lewin any better, or Danny Ings or whoever you're going to put in there. No, I don't know. Well, Danny Ings, I, I don't think so. But Dominic Calvert Lewin, I think uh, he can. I think he's he can surprise some people. But his inexperience is what I think has kind of planted him on the bench right now. He's 24. I'd like to see him get a run. Because, I or if I, I give the next game to Harry Kane, but if he gives me 60 stale minutes again, I'm bringing in, uh, you know, a DCL at, at, the, at the 60th and have him close out. Because I, there, there's a, also like having an appetite for a goal, I feel. And I've seen Harry Kane have that before for Tottenham. Well, he's he's had a couple shots though. It's not like he's not trying. He doesn't have that killer instinct though. Like he's not he's not a el matador that we know him to. Like Harry Kane was a type of dude who you give him half a chance and he's punishing you. And maybe it's just a tough moment, tough form. Maybe he doesn't even have a lot of those chances though. I'd love to get his stats and see. I know. Well, that's that's the thing though. I mean, other players have had maybe less chances, 
maybe Sterling has gotten a few more, but he's been more clinical in, in those situations where, where Kane, instead of heading it into goal, he may, might have hit post or hit it right at the keeper. So that's been my issue with Kane. It's just he's not been as clinical as we're used to seeing from him. And, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Because that was the name that we had for Golden Boot, possibly, possibly huh? One of them, yeah. I, I find it hard to be tough on him because, I mean, let's let's not forget that Jaden Sancho hasn't played anything. Has he had any minutes? No, I, I don't believe he's played. Um, so there's, I mean, if, if we digress from, from the Kane conversation, um, what's what's up with Sancho? Yeah. Is, is, it, is it the fact that he doesn't play in the Prem? Well, I was going to say that, but then you look at Jude Bellingham and he's getting plenty of runs. He's not always starting per se, but, you know, he's getting minutes. So maybe Jaden Sancho... Uh, is in the doghouse for some reason. I don't know. You know, the thing about Jaden Sancho, and maybe I'm grasping at straws here, but he's always been, like, a really cool dude, like, so cool to the point where he's kind of careless, like, probably maybe doesn't show up to training on time. And I'm just, I'm putting out hypotheticals here, but that's enough to for a manager to stop taking you serious, especially at that age. So something to think about, you know. Um, his His attitude was always a question mark at City, and that's why they let go of him. Um, he's just not exactly the most like super responsible player. I feel. Um, so maybe that's a reason why. But talent, the talent is there clearly. I'd like to see him get a run as well. I'd like to see Foden play more minutes. I feel like there's been times where he's been subbed off way too early, uh, especially the Scotland game. It's just that that uh, Southgate's tactics are crazy. So for the Scotland game, for example. Uh, he he brought on uh, Reese James and uh, and Luke Shaw to to add some attack to to the game. Yeah, add some width and instructs them to not overlap. Those guys are going to be overlapping all day. Like that's in today's game, a left back and a right back are going to overlap. Yeah, especially just- when you have like connectors like like Calvin Phillips or Foden or um, I don't know who's on the right for for England. Uh, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna need to overlap and to instruct them specifically not to. That's that's a that's a bit um that's a bit interesting. But um, anyway, going back to the Kane conversation, uh, Citizen Kane. Yeah, I just saw he only has five shots on target. Like he only has five shots total. That's poor. That's poor from him. So th- it's got to be a mixture of 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 a few things, right? Uh, he's just not in the spots. He's a bottler. He's not. He's not been like put they in say, the spots. Like they say in England, you can get the player out of Tottenham, but you can't get the Tottenham out of the player. And I think this is a textbook example. Try of that. telling that to Kyle Walker, or Kieran Trippier this season. Oh come on, Pep made his career. Oh come on, Cholo made his career. Put him on Roma and watch him diminish. Put him on any other team, man. Anyways, man, I'm, I'll tell you this. Kane, not doing himself any favors for Levy. So I, f- I feel like nobody's going to want to pay for a player that's 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 getting zero, you know, zero. At that point, like, shit, man, if you're getting outscored by a winger, it just doesn't look good. And, I, and I'm saying that even looks bad on, on Raheem, I mean, on Gabriel Jesus for City sometimes. Like, you're getting outscored by wingers and midfielders. Like, my boy, what do you want? But, um... It's a different player, different circumstance. Different different game altogether today. Yeah. 
Um, your number nine is not going to be your leading scorer every time. Right, right. Well, in in most cases, it is though. It is the thing. It is the case. I mean, you know, you can you can look at. I mean, he's the nine at Tottenham, and he's the leading scorer. So, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. But the thing is, uh, England. This is getting getting back to England as a team. I do I do like their defense. They have three clean sheets. I know they weren't playing the strongest group, so if there's something to highlight, the defense is certainly uh, yeah. an area. And Pickford has been pretty good, too, by the way. Made good saves in, in situations where the, the defense kind of wasn't able to shore up. And, and yeah, man, uh, right now, if he keeps it up and goes deep into the tournament, is he's a candidate for Golden Glove. You think so? Yeah, I mean, all, he already has three clean sheets. Not many other players have that. Man, they, like the, uh, okay, but don't let the clean sheet fool you, man. Well, I'm saying if they go far into the tournament and they, and they continue the way they play, they're, they've been the most difficult team to score on up there with Italy. I, yeah, I would put, I would definitely put Donnarumma over Pickford. Not, not by much, but, I mean, he's younger, um, but Pickford has more experience, I feel. And Donnarumma, by the way, I, I feel like he's criminally overrated. And no, I'm not saying that because he's leaving Milan, there, but... There's like, um... There's thousands of flavors in the world. Yeah. Why? Oh. Why? Oh. Why? Well, it's Italy, right? They why, have, why they're, they're famous for that. Yeah. Gelato, you know, all yeah, that. Yeah, but why do you have to be salty? Oh, no, but I've said this before he was leaving Milan. But my point is, I feel like he's overhyped. Him and him and his brother. He has a brother? Yeah, he, he has a brother who's also a goalkeeper. 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 There's a... Um, but, um, yeah, uh... You know, I guess you can make that case, but wingbacks, fullbacks, even center backs, I think uh, I like I like England a little bit more. Good Lord, Renato Sanchez has uh, huge legs. Respectfully. Oh, so, nah, just kidding. Yeah, he is. Uh, he, that means he's a good player. Nothing like Ronaldo's, though, huh? Well, Ronaldo's not the jackest guy, but... He sure is ripped. He's shredded. Yeah, he's diced. Oh, we have the uh, Portugal-France game. Well, a bell to that. A, yeah. Four, four goals, huh? And they were three penalties. When was, the last time, when was the last time a Portugal-France game was had that many goals? That one's been touted as one of the bigger matches over the last season and a half. And they've played, they've played like four or five times, and, they, and they're always shit. Today happened to pan out as interesting, exciting. And they and yet they still draw. Yeah. Bueno, tío. Hey. Sometimes the draw is the law. I mean, you know, City drew a lot of games this season. Sometimes that'll keep you afloat. But um, yeah, man, I don't know if there's another team that you wanted to highlight, or if you want to get into the off the field issues uh, having to do with the Euros. Should we get into the Harry Kane thing before we uh, diverge from England? Oh, well, I thought we covered everything. We well, I mean, the like the the, the just transfer speculations. The re- the rumor since we don't have a lot of. Oh right, right. Yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, I think it's a pretty common rumor by now that that Kane is going or wants to go to City. Well, I mean, there's a there's been a report that that he's officially been uh, that City have officially made a bid. Yeah, of a hundred million. A hundred million plus a player, uh, and uh, it's been reported to have been or being rejected. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Levy's an idiot. Whoa! For not considering something like that, yeah. like listen, like you're gonna get a player that's probably really good. Like at worst, who would you put on the add-on? Uh, like if you were Manchester City, right, and yeah. you're 
and you're saying, okay, here's 100 million. We know you want somewhere between 120 and 150, but here's a here's 100 million, and here's this player. Mm-hmm. In order to satisfy uh, Tottenham's needs and to be a realistic bid, who who would you put there most likely? I would go 90 million Gabriel Jesus. That's me. We're not going to have much of a need for him if we get Harry Kane. And I, I truly believe Liam Delap is the future. I feel Gabriel Jesus has gotten the adequate amount of time to warrant, um, you know, to, to, to produce by now. But he hasn't. And I wouldn't give up Sterling because he's worth too much. I want him on a separate cell. On, on paper. Yeah. Well, straight up, yeah. If, if, if well, he's, I looked at transfer market. He's valued at $99 million. I uh, Sterling, right? Sterling, yeah. yeah, and yeah. I think I think that's I don't know about twenty twenty five million too high. Well, you know, just last year he was valued at one twenty five or one twenty, and I was like, and that's that's crazy. High. But that he was at a different point in his form where that almost looked justified. Like <sighs> you didn't bat an eye because you look at the prices of other players going for two hundred mil. You know, so like the only two players that should be worth two hundred mil today. Today, and that's. Based on youth and potential, yeah, oh, not for necessarily. Sure. Yeah, okay. I, for a second, thing. I don't know why my my mind directly went to Ronaldo, Messi, but I I see Haaland and Mbappe as the <laughs> yeah. guys, right? Yeah. yeah. And then like a tier below, I have like your Foden's. Uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't even put Foden at at two hundred. No, no, I wouldn't no, even no, put no, him no. at one fifty. No, I, I put well, Foden is already at that value, uh, or at least like one one forty, one twenty. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think he'd. He'd be like a 150 player. And that's justified. Like, I can see why you would think that. Yeah. Um, but one, one, I don't think Harry Kane is 150. Well, yeah. I think, I think he's got at least another five years. Top of the game. I say three. But that's because I, I've seen the way most English forwards age. And just his injury record, and but they're always a different injury too. It's not always like it's like the the one time it was a hamstring, the other time it was the ankle. Yeah, he does have a bum ankle though. It doesn't it doesn't reassure me, but it's like, you know, it's a it's a buy now, you know, and, and get your rewards now type of deal. He's a little uh, he's a little different too than a lot of the typical English forwards. A lot of those guys are like they rely on on their physicality. Harry Kane, while he is a physical specimen, is a lot more technical. Yeah, but I, t- I can't see that being as effective like three years down the line, you know, or even like maybe four the maximum. But, you know, maybe he can prove us wrong. It's just, uh, you know, we saw the, the similar kind of demise with like players like Robin Van Persie, who to me, not, not as exactly similar player, but similarities between both in terms of their contributions to the game and uh, statistically spe- specifically but an injury record yeah an injury record and and also the hot and cold moments for the national team because there's moments where he he what he did struggle to score he was never in the beginning at least wasn't uh, able to live up to the van nistelrooy type of hype um but yeah man um harry kane i think can give a top club level team that's like champions league uh, you know, concrete. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. He he would make Manchester City scary as fuck. I don't feel comfortable saying that because I always felt we're scary. I don't know if he he takes us over the edge. Really, we have so many talented players already. You know, you do. But adding Harry Kane, 
one of the best players of the last five, six years. Last. Consistently. Yeah. My, my thing is, it's because I'm not enamored with the idea of getting Harry Kane myself. I already have somebody in mind. And you know who, Haaland. I'm I'm, I want to yeah. get Haaland, but... But he pushes you over the edge more than Harry Kane? Going forward, so. yes. Going forward, yes. Maybe not today. Maybe not for next season, but after season two or three, we're looking at a polished player that is just banging him in. And by then, he'll be 22. So then we have a good decade of him. That's what I'd, li- I'd like to see. I don't like getting players on like a rental type of shit, you know? I want I want to see the guy, these guys become legends like Aguero, like David Silva, mm-hmm. Torre, Company, Hart, Zabaleta, Pop Zab. I don't know, but... That's not always possible in today's game, unfortunately. But, um, but yeah, we'll see, man. Yeah. Harry Kane, uh, you know, Dan Daniel Levy's looking like a bell right now. Because I, I hope City don't increase their bid, by the way. I hope they, they just denounce all bids, move on, and look for another striker. Because that's more than I wanted to give away. But the truth is, I don't know what player was rumored. But Gabriel Jesus is worth, like, at least 50-60. So, 100 yeah, mil that's plus generous 50, for Jesus. Yeah, but, you know, that's what, like, he's listed at, at on transfer market. Yeah. But, you know, what you say lowered that down to 40, you're still paying, like, 140. I don't think Harry Kane is worth more than, like, 120, 130 for me. So, I, I don't know. They're going to have to really think about it. I'd rather throw 150 at, at Dortmund for Haaland instead of paying 150. Well, yeah, and we also forget that English clubs want as many English players as possible, too. Well, and, and they also there's upcharge English players. There, there's an English tax, like, on Sterling, on Grealish, on all these uh, British players, always. Even if they're not as good as a 60 million player level, 60 million level player from France, he's going to be worth 80 mil, despite being, like, I, just as good. I think if City have indications from Kane that he wants to go, and they don't get that same indication from Holland, or if he ends up going somewhere else... Yeah. Uh... And then they're they're gonna go after it. For clubs, yeah, clubs know that that yeah, city yeah. aren't strapped for cash. I'll tell you what, too. I I prefer to spend less on other strikers, like much less. Like we're talking about astronomical figures for Haaland and, and Kane. I'm, I'd rather pay eighty mil for Lautaro. I think uh, I think Manchester City uh, right now, as a as a organization, are gonna try and. Uh, Overcompensate for the for the Champions League loss because well, that's I mean, that's the that's the goal right now because the the league you've done it three times in four years uh, league cups they come and go I mean you dominate Carabao FA Cup yeah that's a good one when you get it you guys got to the semifinals last year yeah um, but the, right now the most pressing thing is to put yourself in the highest and best position and get Champions League. And whether as a fan you like it or not, I think that's that's what City want as a club. I don't think we're hell bent on that. And and the, that spoken from the top, from the chair to the manager, we'll, we're always going to prioritize league. But we're never going to place the Champions League over the league. But yeah, to 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 develop and, and increase the, the the level of the team, you're going to buy big players, so you it's an easier chance for you to win the Champions League. But I don't think it's strictly because of the Champions League. Um, at the end of the day, the money that City have made to maybe even account for a super move like this now has been won through the league. Um, so, I mean, ah, I, I don't know if I can say it is for Champions League. Well, it is an aspect, well, though. Well, let's, uh, let's just look at it like through, through a logical perspective. City 
Well, and you guys as fans prided yourselves in not spending astronomically, right? Quote unquote for for one single player. Yeah, and and now all of a sudden you're breaking your own transfer record. Yeah, like weeks after uh, the Champions League loss. It's kind of leaves me to a, a think few that months, way. A few months after the Champions League loss, and we just lost our best striker ever. So we were whether we even made it to the Champions League final or not, we could have bounced out in the group stages. We still would have gone for a big name player. So I, I don't know if I agree with that. They're they're not exactly uh, correlating, but they do have some converging uh, similarities for sure. Like we we really desperately missed a number nine in the Champions League final, so we're gonna we might go get one, and we're gonna go get the best one available because we have the money for it and we have the justification now because profits and revenue you can only spend from what you make. You can't invest in your own club despite owning it. That bullshit, right? So now we can because we've made money for the last five years at the top level, consistently marketing everything. So we can do it now. We couldn't do it before. We would have done that probably a while ago and gone for Messi or something. Although it looks like Messi will never leave Barcelona. So I don't know. I was watching a I was watching a report that said that uh, Messi uh, that Barcelona has to significantly cut on wages and let players go. Yeah, and you have to realize that these players not only need to accept a wage cut or and or accept moving somewhere else and who wants to leave fucking you know barcelona and dembele just got hurt too so yeah who's gonna try and sign him you know yeah because he's one of the players it's dembele coutinho griezmann yeah so there's there's a lot of restructuring that needs to happen in order for barcelona to actually keep messi and uh I don't know. We keep hearing yes, he's staying, and then and then there's like other information that tells you, ah, he might not stay after all. Oh, he's gonna stay, for sure. I, I, if I had to bet my mortgage, if I had to bet my car, whatever, I'll do it right now. Messi se queda. He's not going anywhere. There's gonna be a strong a strong title push next season. Not saying they'll win it, but they're gonna have a strong title push. I think, uh, yeah, man. Everybody. And that's also that's also pretending like they didn't have a good title push this season. I mean, let's be real; they were only off by five points. And that's that's just down to the brilliance of Komen, but you know nobody's gonna admit <laughs> that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think Messi is just he loves Barcelona too much, man. He's too loyal. He's he's just too enamored with it, you know. And and I think his brand is too synonymous with Barcelona. Yeah, at this that's point, more it, the, it, the, the point it really is and and i feel like that you know similar similarly to kobe you know there was a point where kobe's contract is running up and you're like well is he gonna like test the water somewhere else he always wanted to play for the bulls all this chit chat like nah man like i think when you're already there 10 12 years if you can finish your career there you'll do it not saying messi won't go to rosario not saying aguero didn't want to finish he he wanted to finish at city they just didn't want to pay him what he wanted and that's that's a different story, right? But um, no matter what, Barca will, will accommodate the cash to just pay Messi if they have to. Even if they have to put 10 scarecrows to play with him, they'll do it. Messi's the poster boy. And don't, the interesting thing is that uh, Aguero's taking, like, a big wage cut. Like, I forgot what the number was. but He's, he's getting paid what he's worth, man. Let's, let's be well, real. What he's worth, but f- not from what he was demanding for City. I know, but let's be know? real. Like, he, someone probably just shook him. Or Messi's like, dude, you... Maybe I'll, I'll feed you. May, that, I'll feed you. There's that, but there's also maybe the fact that like 
he also had some kind of pity for the financial straits that Barca's in too. Because I don't think I think he's he actually deserves more than he's getting paid at Barca. By the way, he's getting criminally underpaid. Maybe not criminally, but he's underpaid. Like he could have easily made like more money at Inter or PSG or even Chelsea if he. Oh, Inter has their own problems. Oh well, Inter maybe yeah. <laughs> well, even though they have some good prize money, but I think a lot of teams are struggling to to invest. But I don't know. I think I think Messi will stay, man. I I would have loved for him to come to City though. I. But that whole idea is just gone already, bro. Remember when it was such a real thing, like maybe like four months ago, three months ago, like damn Messi the city, like there everybody was doing mock kits and all this shit, like fuck. And now it's like so out of the the question. I feel. Yeah, um, we straight off pretty far from what we were talking about. We got into the whole Messi thing and Barcelona's issues. Um, then I'm not gonna say bring me pleasure, but. I don't mind seeing it. Like, I don't feel bad for seeing it. And uh, uh, Bar- Bar- Barcelona Institution can uh, can go do one. Uh, anyway, uh, so back to Euros. Back to Euros. Um, let's reel this bitch back in. England. Um, oh, let's talk about the group of death. Right, right. We, we, we're, we're watching the uh, Portugal-La uh, France uh, game, Le Bleu. And um, it's it's weird that certain groups have only two teams going going through, and then other groups get three three clubs or three teams. Can you explain that to me? Do you know anything about that? Like, well, they allowed they allowed an extra group this year to join, I think. To and so they added, they were able to allow more teams to qualify to the next stage. Mm-hmm. Which in turn created more games, which in turn created more revenue. So it's a money thing. So more teams were allowed in this Euros than the previous, I believe. Um, but you know, uh, sorry to to deflect from from this. But Fabrizio Romano just tweeted uh, forty seconds ago: Lionel Messi will extend his contract with Barcelona until June twenty twenty three. All parties involved have no doubt. There's just some structural clauses they need to fix. Here we go. Just That's coming here in we go live. by Fabrizio Romano. Hey, tier um, one. But yeah. you know, it's funny. We we're just talking about this, and it literally just happened right now. Yeah. Um, I happen to check Twitter to check the Hawks score, and that's the first thing I see. I think we spoke it, that, bro. That's where you. Uh, I that's where it. you get your scores from. Uh, well, currently, yeah. Yeah, you don't have like ESPN app. Oh, right I anymore. do, but it, then you also get the side notes like, "Fuck, that Kevin Werder three was so so wet," and then I can kind of get a better description of what's happening, or if they're on a run, or if they're on, you know. Um, I have to be honest. Well, not honest, but I just have to. I have to give my feelings on it, mm-hmm. and I think, I think it's a total bitch move for Messi. Whoa! To go from the point where they're like keeping you hostage to the point yeah. where he's like, "Oh, I'll stay another two years, guys. It's cool." Yeah, well, it's uh, that's a cook. It's text. Yeah, it's, it's a tex- simp. Uh, he's a simp. It's textbook uh, Stockholm syndrome. You know, he's a prisoner. That man's a victim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. It's like he doesn't know anything else but Barca. And you know what? I can't hate him. It's one of the greatest clubs in the world. Historically, uh, why, why, why don't we give this vitriol to Sergio Ramos? Oh wait, he he dipped. Well, he didn't dip. Well, <laughs> they, they didn't they want t- him. They took some dip off his chip. Let's say that they they didn't want him. 
Yeah, that's kind of grimy too. By the way, those those uh, details were revealed like kind of after the last pod, when we kind of got into it about Sergio Ramos and whether he's what he is or what he can be. But you know, now that we know the details, do you think it was a fuck up on uh, Fiorentino's part to not give him that first offer for two years? I I think uh, well, Real Madrid has a very strict uh, like structure to the way they offer wages and extensions and all that shit to their players. Yeah. And um, I'm of the opinion, and in th- and this is me in life in general, that uh, you shouldn't be so rigid in your beliefs. You can't be married to ideas. And a player like Ramos, yeah, he earns a lot, but he also means a lot to the club. He's also done a lot for the club um you know at the end of the day it's professional sports you're you got to get your money and you got to get paid to be there right you can we talk about loyalty so much in sports and i think it's a i think it's a flawed concept it's a nice idea and you know someone like let's like we were just talking about aguero it's like if you really love the club yeah and if you're really quote unquote loyal you'll 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 accept the pay cut You'll accept this and that. You know you're you're not what you used to be, right. and you don't have that promise that you did six, seven years ago, uh-huh. ten years ago when they signed him. Right, right. Um, and you, you're again, you're being paid to be there because if they didn't, if they weren't paying the, you there, you're like, how far is your loyalty going? Not very. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I think uh, I think that Fiorentino, uh, Florentino was too rigid in his ideas for the club to not give Ramos the two-year extension that he was looking for originally because they do one year one year one year one year yeah that's a well that's a smart business move but also um in their current financial mm-hmm. system they they just probably can't accommodate for a two-year deal for a player of that caliber but the irony was that he was quoted saying maybe a year or two ago I'll play for Madrid for free you know yeah those quotes are I know I they're, know they're but just they're hyperbolic statements but maybe the, we're not asking you to play for free, but at least pay f- play for one mil a year, you know? I don't know. That's crazy to ask of me, right? But I'm, yeah. if you're really this loyal to the club, it would have been nice to see kind of like when, you know, when uh, Juventus was going through financial straits and Buffon decided to stay with them and l- lower his wage, you know, because they got relegated. So, I mean... Yeah, it was uh, Buffon, Nedved, and uh, I want to say Trezeguet, but I, I could be wrong on no, that. No, yeah, yeah. It was probably... Yeah, those were the names, but... It would have been nice to see, uh, and you might not like this idea, but something inside of me would feel happy to see us get him at City. City? And and just, like, <laughs> see the, the pics that him and Ederson would post in the locker room. Like, fuck, man. Those two hard men. <laughs> well, imagine imagine the inevitable game where uh, where Ru- Ruben Diaz and Sergio Ramos start. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or just imagine the training sessions where they're on opposite teams and they both clash. Because it's bound to happen, you know, on a set piece on anything. Two two alphas. Yeah, yeah. But I think I would love it because you mentioned, and I do agree with you on this, and you mentioned it last week, the leadership and the kind of the the teaching that he can do, that's uh, priceless almost. The the main defensive contribution that he had this season, and I thought it was was one of his better uh, defensive plays that I've seen from him ever, was uh, when we were beating uh, Barcelona three to one, and Messi has all this open space. 
running and you see Ramos kind of trailing back a bit, just keeping you yeah. know, keeping speed and then and then when Messi tries to make that peak he just kinda of sticks his leg back, gets a heel on it, and t- totally kills the play. Yeah, yeah. And uh Real Madrid going to counter. That that's the kind of stuff that that you get with, with time. Yeah. That that sort of space, that sort of timing that you that you get off experience. You know, imagine John Stones, uh, Ake. I think the biggest thing they can pick up from him too would be uh, just being a better attacker. You Figuring know? out how to win, win and, and score. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, man, I've never seen the defender score as much as he does. And I mean, because the the thing is, and I know you know this because you watched him more than I have, but there's moments where he picks up the ball in the backfield and he does not mind going into the final third himself with the ball. You yeah, know, he, he, yeah, he he's has not. capable of that, bro. And I'd love for city center backs to step up in that area, truthfully. But, um, yeah, man. I mean, any team that's going to pick him up and I'm crazy. I'm going crazy just thinking about where he'll end up. There's rumors of Chelsea. There's rumors of PSG. That, you know, there's, there's uh, everything. For, for me, the big ones are City, United, and PSG. Oh, I see. Yeah, United as well, yeah. PSG. And it's funny funny enough about United is they're, they're heavily rumored for Varane as well. Go figure. Well, either it's it's either or. I, I get it, but yeah. You know. Well, either either guy they sign, they'll be much improved. I mean, you got Maguire, Varan, Maguire, Ramos, Lindelof is okay as a rotation guy. He's like your Ake, your I wouldn't say Laporte, but you know he's your rotation guy. I I actually prefer Lindelof, and he doesn't really get this playing time. But I think Lindelof would would be better as like a defensive mid player. That's possible. He's more technical. <laughs> I think I think he's he's more suited to that, but he's just kind of pigeonholed into the center back position. Same as a uh, daily blend back back when uh, United had him. Sheesh. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I think uh, he, either one is a massive upgrade for for their defensive uh, problems. Obviously, Varane is 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 a better option moving forward than than Ramos. But Ramos adds uh, he adds so much to any team he joins. Yeah. And those three teams, I mean, City, out of all those three, need him the less, but well, but at the it, same it, time, it, need him the most. It's kind of weird. It is, but I think the big key would be if we were to actually lose Laporte, which right now it's a rumor, but I, I hope we don't. I'd rather keep Laporte and just keep moving the way we are because I, I, I still like him a lot. I think it's just tough. With Stones in the team, it's too. It's yeah. tough, yeah, and, and Ake always trying to get his thing in. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, that 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 the whole Ramos thing kind of it kind of sucks, man. Uh, it sucks to see legends leaves like that too. Yeah. No, no fans, nothing. Just um, yeah. So uh, I'm going to bed, and uh, uh, me. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I yeah, I'm not kicking you out, but you know, uh, <laughs> you yeah, know? that's a tough one right there, Red. Uh, who's cutting the onions in here? Uh, <laughs> just kidding, man. But uh, but yeah. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. So we were talking about the group of death. Right, right, right. And France comes out on top of the group. Yeah. Are they still the favorites? I think they are. I think they're one of the favorites for sure. I, I mean, this group was just so loaded. I think I still I still have Portugal as favorites. The defense has surprised me in in their ineffectiveness. I thought they'd be more solid, but 
they're they're scoring goals. Ronaldo's having a revelation. I mean, he's always been this good, but at this age, it's uncalled for. Um, and then I, you know, the guys that I don't, I don't, I don't think Germany is that great. I think they beat Portugal, uh, fair and square. It happens, but two own goals. You know, Portugal had their chances, but um, yeah, man, I, I I like what I see from from all those teams. I think they're all favorites in truth, but Germany for me being the the least favorite. I think Germany can still do it. Hmm. They're they have an unfavorable matchup against England, and that's probably the toughest um, the toughest uh, opponent on that side. For it's, sure, it's, it sucks that the two best teams. What's the tougher match though? Belgium, Belgium and uh, Portugal, or Germany and England? Who has it harder collectively? Because I, I feel like those two, those two are my favorite fixtures that are going to be the most competitive in the whole uh, of the round of sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's go. Let's go through the round of sixteen, and then, then, then right, we can right. give those kind of pre- pre- predictions. So on side A, I guess. Yeah. It's uh, Belgium versus Portugal. Italy versus uh, is that Denmark? No, that's uh, what fucking country is that? Uh, is it blue and white? It's white. It's red, white, and red. Oh, so why don't I know this? Czech Republic? No. Fuck, dude. Why don't I know this? Holy shit! Man, I got my you. geography is so bad. I should know this, man. <laughs> You're like fuck. Austria, it? fucking hell. Oh, red, white, red, white, and red. What okay. did I say? No, I said no, white, no. Red, I, white. Oh. red, white, and blue. I was like, ah. Uh-huh. Oh fuck! I said blue. I don't know, maybe. What a knob. But, but, yeah, that's a good game. Okay, and then France versus Switzerland. That's a wash. Croatia versus Spain is a good game. They're both on similar levels. Yeah. And then uh, on the other side, uh, Sweden versus Ukraine. It's just like, okay. Like, anyone can win that one. England versus Germany. Netherlands versus Czech Republic. That's a good one. And then Wales versus Denmark, which Denmark. is actually pretty good too. Not bad. Similar levels as well. Yeah. Um, so the most lopsided game I feel is like France Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, France Switzerland is is the one that that uh. Yeah, they they have somewhat of a gimme. And hey, Switzerland also speaks French, so. You know, I mean, there's something there. Maybe I don't hey, know. Could be. Could be. Uh, Shakiri Masterclass incoming, Granite Shaka incoming. Ah, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, Belgium Portugal is one of the more interesting ties. Ah man, yeah, that's tough luck for a lot of those for for those two teams. And uh, the next tough one is. Uh, I guess Croatia and Spain. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah, Spain's fallen off. Croatia uh, is aged. A lot of their players aren't. Yeah, they're not. They're not as. I'm taking Croatia on that one though. Against Spain. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that. No. Nah, I, I guess we can give our prediction. So Italy versus Austria. Italy for me. I'll take Italy. Yeah. Two nil. Shown more. Yeah. But Austria's not been bad. They're they're okay. You know who they who do they have? Arnautovic. Uh, Arnautovic. Obviously they got Alaba, who's been they, really good. David by Alaba. Uh, I think he makes the team of the season. Marcel Sabitzer. Yeah. Oh yeah, Alaba. At, at left back. Uh, well, Zinchenko. Alaba's though. got a lot of. Uh, ah, just kidding. 
a lot of uh, uh, chances created. I think the most, maybe not not anymore, but maybe last we checked, anymore, yeah, yeah. But uh, Belgium, Portugal. Who do you got? I'll go with Portugal. That's the it sucks because I like these teams both a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised at, at at either result, man. This is gonna be such a good match. I don't know. Portugal's like just the fact that they made it this far. <laughs> they they figured out how to Portugal their way through fucking games. They're not gonna necessarily play the prettiest and most effective game in terms of efficiency and stats, but they they just find a way to get goals and. Um, listen, Belgium have I think have one of the best attacks in the in the uh, in this tournament, but that defense is shambolic. If they didn't have Courtois, they they'd be fucked. But I don't know. Portugal's defense isn't that great either. They have Ruben Dias. They, they also have uh, Pepe, who's, who's a liability. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Pepe walks into the Belgium team. I think he's better than Vertonghen. I think he's better than Alderweireld. I mean, really? it's just like the, the Belgian defense is so trash, bro. Like, I think I don't I don't know if Pepe surplants either one of those guys. Jose Fonte, the guy from Lille, he's he's also just as good as any Belgian defender, I think. Another um, another old guy. See, we're, we're talking about guys all over their thirties, man. All over their thirty fives. Yeah, but I mean, Ruben Diaz for me is the kicker to make that defense better. Now, yeah. but it, it counteracts though because Belgium has a better keeper. Um, and will they also have uh, Lukaku to contend with? Yeah, and yeah. that's and that's a good battle, Ruben Diaz and and uh, Lukaku. Yeah, that's a fun one, man. That's going to be a hell of a battle. But I think he's up for it. You know, if there's any center back well equipped for that right now, he's up there. But I mean, we'll see, man. I I have like a two one win for Portugal. Oh man, I think that goes to penalties. Fair yeah, enough. that has to go to penalties, man. And. Uh, uh, Will Ronaldo have to convince Joao Moutinho to take it? <laughs> well, Moutinho, uh, you know, we, I mean, we, we just talked about Messi, right? Yeah. And Messi kind of being a bitch. Yeah. Moutinho, to me, is even a notch below that. Ah. Uh, so you tell me. Damn, you remind me of Devin Haney's dad or now he's like, oh, that, that boy a bitch. I mean, the bitch is in his DNA. <laughs> I was like, fuck. It is, though. It is, though. Uh, I know Bernardo Silva's getting in there. I know yeah. Bruno Penanish is getting yeah. in there. Ruben Diaz is Obviously, Ronaldo up. is number one on uh, that well, fucking... Best penalty taker in the in the tourney, probably. But Hey, he's got the most experience, too. Right, Portugal, then, right? But who has a better keeper? Oh, well, Ray Patricio's good on still balls, though. He's all right. But Courtois... Courtois, man, that guy's a tall guy, huh? So Those his reflexes hands, are slow. Oh. Yeah, hands, he's nice, he's nice. But I think it's going to be a belter. I just That's a good match. Yeah, I can't wait to see that one. I wonder what time it'll be at because uh, if I'm off, man, we watch his work. But uh, if I'm off, I would definitely want to catch that somewhere. Galavan a bit. All right, and um, following that, this guy says Gallivant. I only, I don't, like uh, when you say that, I only picture one thing, man. Uh, and maybe that just is the wrong uh, idea of you. You probably well, you wake up to it, man. Let's, let's nah, be honest. Nah, man. that's no, nah, man. It, it looks like it. Like They're you look at rumors. You look at Benzema, and you're like, damn, this dude must be like. Getting the best top every day, but <laughs> nah, man, he's probably just like home chilling, eating Cheetos puffs, watching like soccer, you know, playing with his kids, playing with his kids, and then he'll get top in four or five days, you know, it's it's normal. 
Anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, what's the next matches we're? Uh... Let's see here. Fucking loading. Uh, France versus Switzerland. That's. That's cake. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest, man. If France don't win at least three zero, they're mean, unserious. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And then uh, Croatia versus Spain. That one's a good one. Decent. I do like that. I do like that. Um, I think Luis Enrique Lucho is a little bit of a. He's got a little bit of Gareth Southgate up in him. Man. And he has a benefit of a very strong Barcelona team. He has tats, dude. He's sick. Does he? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I think uh, I just like I like uh, Spain more, man. I, I do like Croatia, but um, I think there's too many holes in that team. Not hoes, holes. Um, I think <laughs> I don't I don't find Spain particularly strong at all. Wow. Better better center backs. Better keeper. Center backs. Yeah. Laporte. No. Laporte. Okay. Pau Torres. They're both starting together. Yeah. Because nobody else is better. I don't think their midfield is strong. Tiago Alcantara. Does he even play? Does he start? Rodri, Coque, Busquets. Oh, para boludo. Is Busquets even playing? Yeah, his first game is. uh, I think he's gonna play the next game. Actually, it'll be his first game. Because he hasn't played in the tournament so far, but uh, that's because he had to isolate. Um, That being said, um, yeah, I'll take Spain. So we're we're ignoring. Modric, He's Kovac- one guy. Kovacic, oh. um, Perisic. Perisic scares me more. Ilicic. Mm. We're yeah. ignoring all those guys. I'm ignoring them. We have Ferran. Man, we got players, bro. We. I mean, uh, sorry. It's just there's there's a few city players. I don't players think Spain has been good all tournament. They haven't impressed me. They. I mean, they're they're a, they're a mini England. No, they they are basically. similar to England, and 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 I think England will win win their match. But we'll get to that in a sec. I just think they have that uh, splat, you know. I don't think they do, and they oh. certainly don't have. Listen, because when you're referring to these Croatian players, I'm like past it, past it, past it. Okay, he's still good. Okay, yeah, I just fine, no, fine, and that's the thing is, those past it players are gonna beat do the Spain. Ah. Yeah. Well, I I'm gonna have I'm afraid I'm gonna have to disagree with you there, bud. Well, I like that you disagree. Well, okay. I say uh, three nil Spain. Whoa. Respectfully. Man, and who's gonna score all those goals? Take your pick, man. Ferran, Morata. <laughs> he said Morata. Okay. Uh, you know, in practice. Yeah. Uh, uh, Morata m- missed a, uh, a sitter. Oh yeah, and they're like Ed is Malo or some shit like that. Ah, uh, well, shit, man. If 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 you're gonna just focus on the zero point five that he gets wrong, yeah, sure, you can get him on camera and, and paint him out to be that guy. But listen, you but don't, he's that guy more often than not. You a- you accidentally don't trip into Real Madrid and Atletico and Chelsea and Juve. But that's by, the thing, by he being trips a, a lot, ah. and he finds himself offside a lot. Hey man. Hey man, a big body does a lot for you. Third best goal minute per goal ratio in Spain history. Who are those guys above him? Ballers, not good players. Oh man, David Villa maybe. Morientes, maybe. Uh, Raúl. Oh yeah, he's a bum, and he's below him by the way. 
Yeah, he is, but he pl- that's because he played more. Come we'll on, man. You're man. not like I can't take you for real if you think Morata is a top striker. Ah, uh, stats speak, man. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Yeah. How many goals does he have this tournament? Well, we're we're taking a small sample size here. Show me the the per ninety minutes, then we can talk. Well, that that's also a small. Stat. No. I mean that that's a that's a very selective stat. Goals per minute, goals I, per ninety. And the eyeball test, can, can we can can we? Eyeball test. I mean, I've seen him make some bangers. I mean, let's not forget he sent Liverpool home. He must not be a bum. I mean, in the past, that's not really ah, been a big past, deal, man. But we could talk about Ramos's past. But that's right? what we're talking about. Well, I mean, yeah, he's having a bad term- tournament. Am I going to completely shit on Harry Kane? No. He's having a bad tournament. Yeah, he has yeah, the same amount is. of goals as Morata. So I don't want to hear it. I think it. Morata has more, if anything. And then I think it's just it's it's not wise. But I think, you know what? Like, they're not going to need to. I mean, they, you know, one thing about Spain is that more than ever, they have a, a lot of good set piece uh, finishers. We saw that today. Laporte scored a, a pearler. On a, on a, you know, corner kick and, uh, yeah, Spain. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you pick Croatia. Respect. Yeah, yeah, no, Croatia's 2-1. to one. I know you're an underdog guy. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even put them as underdogs. Ah, they're a small country. That's, that's, an even, that's an even team. And it's a shame for Spain. Spain should be better. Mm, well, they won a World Cup not too long ago, so I think they're in good shape. And all those guys are not on the team anymore. Yeah. That that they're not. That's, that's the cycle. Yeah. Uh, moving on from that, uh, Sweden versus Ukraine. We don't care. That's I haven't a good said game. that in too long. You think that's a good game? Yeah, they're even. They're even. Yeah, they're teams. even. But uh, Sweden's trash. Wow. Ukraine is mostly trash. Yeah, man. Um, and this is just me giving credit to people who enjoy Ukrainian football, people who enjoy mid-level La Liga teams and teams in 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 in, in England. Yeah, sure, they're they're not the, the the you know the glaring starlets like Ronaldo and stuff, but you know players like Forsberg, Alexander Isak playing at top clubs. I think um, Ukraine. It's funny how you talk how, like you're being passive aggressive about people who pay attention, but you're listing the guys that play at top clubs. So. Yeah, let's I'm, keep it. Let's keep it consistent here. I'm, I'm saying, like, if 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 you don't watch some of the the lesser known clubs in Europe, then you're not going to have a clue who these guys are, and they're talented. And I feel like and you're, you're shitting talented, on. brother. He scored a brace today. I mean, the numbers don't lie. That was a hell of a, a brace, strike. A brace is a brace, oh, but talent man. is talent. So we we want to focus on the recent only yeah, when tell it's me, when yeah, it's tell selective. Me that, Kane, that he's better than Kane. Well, the stats say that. Well, you're, Do you're a stats guy, right? I mean, <laughs> th- this is the thing. I just feel like the, both of these players and both of these teams have players in, in decent leagues. They're talented. I think we're – none of these games bore me, man. Some of the group ones did, but th- this is the yeah, cream of, of the cream now. The cream of the cream, man. The cream of the crop. Um, and, and in the cream of the crop, there's some more cream you can extract that's the finest concentrated. Um, that being said, I'll take uh, Ukraine. Um, I, I have a feeling that Sweden is going to make their way into a semifinal. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, if they get past round of 16, that's glorious. They're not going to get past England or Germany. Not I, a chance. I just have a feeling that they're going to fucking... 
Man. Squiggle their way, finagle their way into a semifinal spot. Yeah. But at the I, very least, they'll make it past the round of 16. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I'm going to show some love to my boy Yarmolenko, Miranchuk. Um, obviously Zinchenko, but they have some talented players. I, I think um, I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. They're still going to get bounced in the quarterfinal. I think uh, I think even even as it stands, Sweden are are more balanced. I don't know if I could say that because I know more Ukrainian players playing in Champions League as opposed to Swedish. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Champions League is just one factor, right? But I think it's a, it's quite an even match, truthfully. All right. Yeah, yeah, it is even, with, without a doubt. Even with the color scheme. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. England versus Germany. That's a good that's one. That's a, man, that's a, tough, that's a tough one. Yeah. My mind tells me to go with uh, Germany, but my heart tells me to go with England. I, you know, I feel the same way. Yeah, because uh, I just I wouldn't be bat. surprised at, at an England bottle, though. Was well, it a bottle? Against Germany, it's hard to say that, but... Because Germany's been on and off. They've yeah, been, they have, and I don't rate them They highly. have one loss, one draw, and one win. Yeah, but they have a better manager in Joachim Lowe. That's my mm-hmm. thing. I think the tactics Yogi. are going to play a big role, and that's where Germany has an edge. Now, when it's talent, 2 por 2 1v1, 11v11, I like, I like England much more, truthfully, but that's kind of my England bias, but... That... Maybe, but... All that talent hasn't been... Well, and that's the tactics, yeah. Yeah, hasn't been fucking worked out. At the very least, Germany is kind of going back to their roots and going back to what worked for them five years ago. You know? Yeah. Oh, man. It's, 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 a, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. You know, I picked I picked England to to win the whole thing, and I'm, I have to go with Germany on this match. Hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Going with my brain this time. Yeah, I'll I'll go I'll go with my heart, because my heart keeps my brain alive, and England, it's coming home, or at least you'll think so after this weekend. Uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, it's I'll, a cool chat. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. But I, I just, I really believe England's a better team. I'll take, uh, oh man. I want to agree with you. No, but There's I mean, a lot of inexperience with England, though. And that does, I don't think it plays a huge, like a, a, a huge role within the match itself. But, but the way it's managed, when all things are said and done, it, it is a little bit of a, a knock And that's including managerial-wise. Yeah. Well, that's that's the biggest edge they have. Uh, that's why I could see them winning for sure. It's a tight game. It I, is, I, man. Think it's gonna I wouldn't be, be surprised at penalties either yeah. on that. You know, about Ger- you know, one thing about Germany, though, is that they do this thing where they make you think it's a close match, and then they'll just kill a, a team off completely. They did it to Portugal under weird circumstances, but I, I just sure. think back to the Germany-Brazil game in the World Cup, and everybody was like, fuck yeah, like this is a good match. You know, it's like... You know, two teams, two top top level teams, and then Germany just smacks the fuck out of them. Yeah, nobody saw it coming. Yeah. So Germany always has 
instill and, that and fear they, in me. And they figure out ways. And I, I, I'm visualizing this weird, like, set piece. Broken ass, bullshit ass set piece. Where at the very end, on the far post, Kai Havertz just <laughs> yeah. taps it in. Or, 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 or Timo Werner, like, makes it with some, his, like, some, kneecap some or something. Some weird little bullshit set piece goal. Yeah. Is what I'm visualizing for Germany. And like I said, England are undersized in a lot of positions, most positions, versus Germany as well. Yeah. And I think that's going to be a very interesting midfield battle. Surely. Um, but yeah, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take Germany by a very slight margin, 1-0. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I have, a, penalties. I have a 1-0 myself, but you know. For England? Yeah. yeah. And then the next match is ne- Netherlands versus the Czech Republic. Check it, check. I think that's a great. I think that's a great uh, tie. I'll give it to. I'll give it to Netherlands. Um. Yeah, another another tight game, two to one. For sure, yeah, it's gonna be a tight one. Yeah. I, I have two to one myself for uh, Czechoslovakia. Um, big Patrick shit guy. Um, they have Kufal Susek. Top keeper as well. I mean, the guys, the guys got a good team, and I think Netherlands with Frank de Boer at the helm are shaky, man. They're, they're. I think they're favorites in this match slightly because of the notoriety behind Netherlands, the star power. But you know, uh, I do like the way that the Czech Republic plays as a unit, and I think they can uh, edge out a win barely, two one, one nil, something of sorts, or maybe pens. But um, yeah, I I just this Netherlands team doesn't convince me, and I have t- players that oh, I, I like on that team. Same, yeah. Yeah, like Ake is good. I I want him to do great, but I think that team is just when you sh- when you're still starting Stecklenburg as your as your goal as your goalkeeper, you have problems. But they have Vekholst. <laughs> he's nice. He's cool. He's a unit. No uh no uh Patrick Schick though. I'll be and they play in the same league, similar styles. More of a Patrick Schick guy personally. I mean hell. Give me Forsberg before uh, Vegholst. Fucking hell. Ah. Yeah. Um, moving on from that, and then and then it's the last match for the uh, for the round of sixteen. Wales versus Denmark. I think that's a very close game. Uh, I'll take Wales. Gareth Bale, brace, two to zero. Wow. Wow. Um, that's a good one, man. Honestly, that's a tight game. I want to give it to Denmark just because of everything it would mean to them, but I agree. I think Wales will take it. I think they just have good form right now. Gareth Bell's playing at a top level. So is Aaron Ramsey. Um, there's just a lot of belief in the team right now, and uh, yeah, 2-1. 2-1. All right, so those are our predictions for the upcoming round of 16 for the Euros. Um Let's talk about like like re- before we move on from the Euros. There's like a little. All right, so it's June, right? It's it's a uh, Pride Month, right? That it is. <laughs> you know, so it's where everyone brings out their rainbow flags and everything, and yeah. We you know, you know, there are certain things that. After a while, 
when you say I support something, and this is just me personally, right? You you support something, or oh, like I support the gay community and I support BLM. Shit. I I yeah, I support Black Lives Matter. I support this. I support that. It's like after what's as a person, like well, these things are standard. Yeah. You know, it's like when you get a car, right? Yeah. And and the the sales guy's like, oh yeah, it has power locks. I'm like. Yeah, I, I would expect that it does. It's a brand new fucking car. Why wouldn't whoa, it? Whoa. Why why wouldn't it have power windows? Yeah. Why wouldn't it have AC? Why are you listing this as a standard feature? Like, yeah. They, they, they should go without saying. And that's the same thing for for gay pride or LGBTQ whatever. Um, Black Lives Matter. Uh, what else? What what else fucking matters, man? Uh. What what else should we care for? Um. Yeah, I mean. Really, I mean, you, slavery. You, no, we yeah, that's that all. That's, that part, that that's all part yeah. of discriminatory acts and things like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So these are all things that any decent, normal human being should be in support of or on their side. Um, so moving beyond that, um, the was it the German? Well, you have more of a knowledge on this. I'll let you. I'll let you take point. Wait, about what exactly? The whole rainbow armband. Oh, right, right. So it started, whole... yeah, it started with Manuel Neuer. Uh, he was wearing a, a captain's armband in a rainbow color uh, silhouette type thing. It was all fine and well. And then after UEFA was like, hey, that's not part of the protocol. But then they stepped back and, and didn't find him, didn't do anything. They said it's fine. And then uh, Germany wanted to double down and and be like, all right, we're, next game is going to be played at the Allianz Arena in Munich. Um we're gonna rainbow this shit up. We're and, gonna it, and this is in response to um, is it Orban, the yeah. hung- Hungarian. Uh, the, yeah, he's a Hungarian president, I believe, and he's a a, a well-known hom- homophobe. And you know, it's it, we gotta admit that in certain countries, that's standard. It's normal. Unfortunately, it's normalized. It's a a crime to be gay in some countries, and so. When Bayern or Germany wants to do this, I think it, it does send a, a good message of acceptance, tolerance, and all that stuff. And then UEFA strikes down and says, well, no, you, you can't do that. That's a political stance. We don't like to mix politics with football. Well, sir, it's a basic human right. You know, it's decency. Uh, you know, that's what I think. And I thought, how are you more fervent about a, a, a federation showing... Solidarity with a you know discriminated community or uh, you know a community that faces a lot of struggles, but when a player gets called monkey or gets thrown bananas or you know things like that, you you you've either failed to comment or you just say you're going to launch an investigation with no uh, you know punishment for the player for the club for nothing. So it did look bad on Weffa's part and. Um, you know, truthfully, I think that and it's funny it because signifies a bigger problem. It's funny yeah. because, like, oh, we don't we don't do politics w- with football, and and there and there's a there's a a certain. So before I get into the whole politics of football, there, there, there's a certain kind of I, I don't know reason that you can give UEFA is because is because I think uh, Germany's president or Germany's federation president. Was out yeah. making it to make this you know pride thing against Hungary's president to piss them off. It was it was a political like they did. There was some kind of politic 
behind it. But at the same time, isn't uh, National Anthem political? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Isn't... There, there's a lot of little political things the, the, behind... The, the, the little flags they exchange before matches have, like, political symbolism as well. There's 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 little political things behind UEFA and and playing within countries. I mean, come on. That, that they choose to ignore, and then all of a sudden it was like, well, we... We pick and choose which politics we want within the game, and this one isn't. So I, I don't know if it's necessarily anti-gay with, with UEFA, but I'm also not going to absolve them of any kind of uh, responsibility that they have in facing that. Obviously, kneeling before matches, that's political. Uh, but anyway, uh, that was a thing that, that became headlines. I really shouldn't have become headlines. Nah, uh, we're it's beyond that at this point. Again, so it should be just standard. It would have gone under the radar if UEFA didn't react. Just let them have their rainbow display, man. Why does it bother you so much? <laughs> Fucking no. Um, yeah, are are you are you so scared of losing Hungary support as a footballing nation? Fucking no. I can't name one superstar after superstar. No. Well, so so sly. Uh, true. Sobos Light, <laughs> and even though he's not in the tournament, and also their goalkeeper, Gulashi. Um, so, I mean, those are, yeah, it's only the only two notable players I can say, really. But, um, yeah, man, I think uh, it was very telling of UEFA, and, and Seferin, you know, felt the need to defend himself and the entity that UEFA is. Thought that was pretty funny. Like, try to backpedal a bit, like, wait, it's because it's a political thing. It's like, no, bro, we know. We know how most of, like, that area feels about you know about uh, homosexuality so yeah it's funny how the less western things become the more anti a lot of shit things get you know yeah um but anyway that that was something i thought we was worth uh bringing up uh and um that's pretty much it for euros anything else that we need to comment on Nah, that, that pretty much covers everything. Um, did you watch much of the Copa America? I've watched uh, games here and there, mostly for Argentina and Brazil, truthfully. Uh, not many other games, though. And I have to say that, I don't know if this is because of the lack of fans, but it just hasn't quite been at the level of the Euros, it, it or is, even of Gold Cup. I it, mean, sorry, Nations League. Yeah. It, it is so uninteresting. Yeah, it's, it's not the same. I, I just can't bring myself to care. And I, and I hate that I don't care, but in the end, it doesn't do anything for me. I don't know. Yeah, it's... I mean, you still get to see the, uh, some really nice stars playing all, but... Um, it's two groups of five. Yeah, it's very strange. Very strange, but... I mean, the 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 star value is still very high, man. You get to watch Messi, um, you know, in the last match against Paraguay, they... They had a really sharp display, I felt. Papu Gomez scoring a really nice dink. Messi was cooking. That drop of the shoulder gets these, you know, defenders like nothing. So there's still, it's still not bad, man. I enjoy it, but it's... <coughs> pardon me. Euro, Euros me. is still the shit, you know, right now. It's, it's the top. Um, yeah, um... I mean, we saw the Uruguay Argentina game. I think that was the game I was most interested in, and uh, yeah, it was a dud. <laughs> yeah, definitely a dud. Uh, so you're still taking 
Argent was it Brazil? Ah, uh, yeah, I had chosen Brazil. Man. But I think we both were right in picking the favorites. That's the two teams that have showed yeah, up. Brazil most. and Argentina, which wasn't really a bold prediction. It was expected. yeah, we're not yeah we we didn't really go on the limb there. Man, I like to be a hipster sometimes. <sighs> well, you know, Argentina's a good shot though, and uh, they're okay. Well. They just they're not impressive. Yeah. Oh, but anyway. Um, Anything else that we need to talk about? I think I think that kind of sums it up for the for the day, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. All right, man. Well, uh, it's kind of a short one, but still, two guys, two mics, two pints. Episode fifty three. This is our year, though. I think we've we've been at it for a year now. It hasn't felt like it. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's been a year since episode one. Yeah, anniversary, right? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Can't be arsed. Um, but anyway, two guys, two mics, two pints, and uh, we'll catch you again next week. Hopefully, we'll have some interesting rumors and news and uh, good games going on. Yeah, so good, some surprising reviews. Hopefully. All right, man. Take it easy, everybody. Take your mentals and chickens. That's Henry. I'm Master. Y'all be easy. Yes, sir. Bye.